You're listening to the Superpower Podcast, Superpower Kids Edition, where author, philanthropist, and Superpower Kids founder, Neverly Reckla, inspires kids to discover their superpowers and change the world. Hi, everyone. This is your Superpower Kid, Neva Lee Reckla. And today is going to be an amazing interview. But before I introduce you to this guest, I would introduce you to... Come here. Chirpy. She wanted to say hi, and she actually told me that this is going to be an amazing, fun, and exciting interview. So she just wanted to say hi. So I think she's hungry now, so she's going to go and eat. So now let's jump right into the interview and introduce our amazing guest, Michael Neely. Today we'll be talking with him about heart-centered child entrepreneurs. We met at New Media Summit last year, and we met and we um, met again at this year. And we are both icons of influence. He's a former professional actor, and he acted with Mel Gibson and Kevin Costner. He's a personal now. He's a personal development coach, and he's the host of Consciously Speaking podcast. So, without further ado, will you help me welcome our amazing guest, Michael Neely? Hi, Michael. Greetings, fair Neva. How art thou today? I don't know how to speak like that, but I'm good. <laughs> it's so I good see you're hear. already in costume. I am. It's awesome. I have my butterfly ears on because I knew that you were going to be dressed up. So I decided I need to dress up too. I love it. You look like a fair butterfly maiden. Thank you. My spirit animal is a butterfly. Lovely. So, what are your superpowers? My superpowers are that I can change my character at will. And you see how that can be powerful in day-to-day when at some point in our lives we might need to be a certain way. And then other times we might need to be a little bit different depending on who it is that we're talking to or what type of a crowd we're in front of. So, it's important to be flexible. Exactly. That's a good superpower to have. Mm-hmm. So when, what was your favorite thing about acting? My favorite thing about acting was that I didn't have to limit myself. In other words, if someone goes, grows up to say, oh, well, I'm going to be a police officer. Well, that's their career. They're a police officer forever. But exactly. as an actor, I could grow up to be anything. And you so could I be a freaking dragon if you wanted. Exactly. And I got to play a medieval knight like I'm dressed as right now. And <laughs> I got to be a gladiator and a cowboy and all types of stuff. And so that's what's great about being an actor. Yeah, I want to um, know what I say. I say this a lot to my parents. I say, I'm going to join a movie just so I can beat people up. <laughs> you mean fake beat them up, I hope, right? Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. Because I, I see movies and I see them doing these amazing stunts. And it looks like, wow, they're risking their lives. But then in real life, they have everything to protect themselves. So I thought that was really cool because I can do backflips and look like I'm backflipping off a speeding train mm-hmm. without actually backflipping off a speeding train. Right, which would probably get you killed. Exactly. Exactly. How old are you, Neva? Now you're eight? Eight. Yep, eight. I turned eight last year at, and at so, that new media summit, remember? So you're getting, 
Yeah, that's right. So you're getting close to being nine. I remember it was when I was 10 years old. That was when I decided to be an actor because I was going to play in our fourth grade class and I got to play the pauper in The Prince and the Pauper. Nice. And I got bit by the bug and I'm like, I'm going to grow up and be an actor. (laughs) I like that. Yeah. I think it's really cool because if you set your heart to something, you can do it. Absolutely. Like me, I'm setting my heart to getting a pig. So a pig. Sure. Yep. Like a Vietnamese pot belly pig, like the little ones. No, a teacup pig. Uh, what's a teacup pig? They can basically fit inside a teacup. Or, um, I've been looking on sites, and they sell like itty bitty, itty bitty baby pigs. Wow. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't know of one that small. That's pretty small in a teacup. Like maybe that. Oh. Um, well, so it's more like a Disneyland teacup that you ride in. That's a big thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, funny story. I felt so bad. And I was looking on sites. And there, I was scrolling. There was pictures of pigs and stuff. And then mom, um, I showed mom. And she's like, honey, I think that's for eating pigs. I'm like, because it said grain-free. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I read a little bit more and it said, we are looking forward to help you, helping you with your pork needs. Uh-huh. And my mom started cracking up. And I'm like, we're looking forward to helping you with your pork needs. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-oh. This isn't the site for me. <laughs> no, don't want to grow a pig to eat it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so another question about acting. Yes. Did you do any stunts? Like, Anything dangerous? I did. As a matter of fact, you see in my hand here, I have a sword. This is a very real medieval sword. I used to joust and sword fight for a living. And I actually took a hit with a sword right to the top of my head, cut my head wide open and blood pouring down my face. That sounds painful. It was. And I had to get 24 stitches. Ow. Yeah. Yeah. The worst I've been hurt is fell on my face. Ooh. Yeah. Like bump your nose. Walking a blind dog. Uh It went one way, I went another. I tripped down a brick and I fell on my face. Oof. (laughs) Yeah, I was the one that wanted to walk the blind dog. (laughs) So where did you get the idea to become a conscious leader? And because that's pretty woo-woo and that's right up my lane. So I was curious. It is. So for me, what was weird was growing up as an actor, like I said, ever since fourth grade, that's what I wanted to be. I really had to study people and I had to study how do we be different people? (laughs) I had to play somebody else. So as a matter of fact, to describe the rest of it, how about I bring on one of my other guests to join you today? Yes. Are you game for that? I'm game for that. Okay. I'm going to go. change my costume. All right. I'll be right back. To get my wings. It's not cooperating with me. I have to reach you. 
Well, howdy there, young lady. Give me one second here while I get on my these highfalutin things you stick in your ears. I thought originally they were to get the earwax out, but I found out they're like little speakers in your head. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I'm sorry. So my buddy there, Sir Lancelot, just said I needed to jump up here and talk to you about a few things. And he mentioned that one of those you wanted to know was like, how did, how did that happen? Was going from being an actor into this woo-woo stuff? Yep. Yeah. By the way, you grew some wings. I did, and I have a friend. Oh, this is Tawatha. That? Who is it? Tawatha. Tawatha? Yep. That's a cute little bear. Yep. She's seven years old. Wow. Almost as old as you. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm quite a bit older than that, but I can tell you that in the process of learning all these different types of people in the world, I had to learn what's a cowboy like, what makes a cowboy tick. What makes an astronaut tick the way he does? So studying all these ways about humans being, mm -hmm. I started to learn a lot about myself and about the world and people and psychology. And I started coaching other people on how mm -hmm. to how to really get past their own. Are we allowed to say BS on here? Yes. BS. Yeah, I asked their own BS. I guess I shouldn't have asked because I said it right when I asked, didn't I? Exactly. <laughs> so that's how I kind of got into this coaching stuff. Yep, exactly. It's, I agree. It's important to know who you are in the world or else it's not. It's going to be miserable. Well, that's right. Now, I'm curious because you said woo-woo's right up your alley. Tell me about your woo-woo side. Well... Um, I talk a lot about superpowers. I, I have quite a few spirit guides, um, like Ganesha. I have Apak. Um, I have these beings called love. They're at first I, I have visions. That's one of my superpowers is I, I get visions of people. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a vision of them and, um, they look scary, but they're actually really nice. So I call upon them. And then um, I have these other guides, and they're called the white people. And I actually knew them when I was really little. My mom, and this was when my dad was in Afghanistan. My mom was, um, she wanted me to go put up my shoe. So she said, honey, go put up your shoe. And I said, mom, I don't want to put up my shoe. And she said, go put up your shoe. I said, mom, I'm not going to go put up my shoe. And, and then she saw me go, uh-huh. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. Mommy, I'm sorry. I, I'll go pick up my shoe now. I'm just like, who were you talking to? I'm like, oh, the white people. <laughs> so I actually saw them in my room at our old house. And there was these four people. One looked like a scientist with a giant afro. Of, um, and others looked, they all were in scientist outfits. Mm -hmm. Someone looked like an explorer, and they were talking. I didn't know what they were saying. They were, they were either sitting crisscross, floating, they were standing, and they were talking. They were, 
And I sit up and I look, and they all start staring at me. And I was so freaked out, I went under my covers. And then, so I talked to them a lot. So, yeah, and then I, I talked to my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's still with me, like that. Um, so, yeah, I have this fairy house. It's right there. Nice. So, as you can tell, I'm also very big in fairies. I see that. Well, I got to say, I'm a little bit jealous because the only <laughs> visions I ever had was like around Christmas time when I have visions of sugar plums dancing in my head. <laughs> That's about it. If you really, truly, to me, if you're really, truly set on going down a woo-woo path, mm-hmm. you're going to experience some things. And, awesome. um, part of, and that helps me because like if there's a storm or something, or I feel like there's sometimes where I, I hear something and it like it's wind or something, but I, it sounds like someone um someone's in the house. The dog has been sleeping in my parents' room mm-hmm. be, um, because we have a bird and she might want to eat her. So um, normally, if I'm up reading or something, I get a dog. I get the dog. I hold her because she'll bark if anyone's in the house, and I get yeah. a flashlight. And um, I walk throughout the house. I shine the light, and I don't want to wake up mom and dad. But I look, and I'm I'm prepared to put the dog down and beat someone up. Well, you go, girl. And you've got all your friends there to support you, too, don't you? Exactly. Cheering you on, the white people and whatever other people are there with you. <laughs> yep. Awesome. So, Very power. Yeah. So um, if you could tell people anything about being woo-woo or being an actor, what would it be? (laughs) Well, those are two very different things. So I suppose you could even be a woo-woo actor. You could. Which I've known a few. And I think the biggest thing to tell people maybe about acting as a superpower is that it's one of those kind of things that you only want to use for good. Okay, And what I mean by that is as a good actor, you can convince people of anything, but that doesn't mean that you go off lying. No, you got to still tell the truth unless it's on stage and you're supposed to be pretending to be something different. But in real life, when you're not acting, be real, be who you are. That is the most important thing. Like an actor, like if you're an actor or actress, you could be a totally nice person in real life, but you could be a jerk if in the movie. That's and right. you wanna you wanna play that role and you wanna do it well, but you don't wanna forget who you actually are. Exactly. Yeah. And that's coming from someone who's never acted. There you go. And I got someone else who will demonstrate exactly what I'm talking about if you wanna just give me one little second here. Okay. Right. I'm going to change now. I need these. Hello. Hi. My name's Cletus. What's your name? I'm Neva. Neva? Neva the monkey. 
Dee with the monkey. Well, by golly, it's sure a pleasure to meet you. I nice heard, to meet you. I heard so much about you, and I thought, I got to get on there and meet that Neva girl. And one of the things that my friend, uh, that person you just talking to, he calls himself a cowboy, named Whip. Anyway, Whip said that you were wondering about, like, acting when you don't want to be who you not really are and sometimes in acting you might play someone bad or you might play someone totally stupid you know what i mean but that don't yep. mean you're totally stupid it just means yep. you're playing Ain't exactly right? exactly like you're not really a monkey i'm not really a monkey you sure well i mean i might be you might be a monkey. That's for you to figure out. You sure look like a monkey. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a now, monkey personality. You do. Can you make monkey sounds? Ooh, ooh, ah, ah. Well, that's pretty that good. close enough? That's good. I like to do gorilla sounds like... It's <laughs> pretty good. That's good. Not all bad for a gorilla. So, Neva, you also had another part of that question, which was, I think, the woo-woo part. So, like, I covered the acting part, but now the woo-woo part. What I would say to anybody who wants to get in real touch with their woo-woo, it's kind of the same thing. You just got to be who you are. Exactly. You, you got to go inside in order to discover everything that's outside. That, that makes sense? Yep. I guess I ain't as dumb as I look. Or maybe I am. I don't know. Well, I agree. That was some really good advice. If, like I was saying earlier, if you want to, if you're a jerk in the movie, you could be a completely nice person in real life, but you never want to lose that. That's right. That's exactly. right. And you know, as a matter of fact, I was talking to someone the other day. And I said, one of the things that I liked most about acting was to play the bad guy. I like playing the bad guy. You know why? Why? Because when you're the good guy, you almost always got to be the good guy. You got to be good. You got to be nice because the good guys don't usually do bad stuff, at least not in the movies. But when you're playing the bad guy, sometimes the bad guy can act like he's nice. Or he can act charming. So you get to play a little more. It's just as fun to be the bad guy. You could be a nice person, but you might you might be like a secret spy who's Ooh, yeah. pretends to be the quote-unquote good guy, but you're actually the quote-unquote bad guy. That's right. That happens a lot in the movies, doesn't it? It does. What's your favorite movie? My favorite movie. Wait, wait, wait. I know. Planet of the Apes. Uh, oh, no, no, sorry. I was talking to your monkey self. Well, my favorite movie is probably Twilight. Ooh, I, I like Twilight, too. I like the vampires and the werewolves. And funny fact about me, my yeah. favorite scene is when they rip each other's heads off. I don't know why, but it's funny and thick. That's, that's unusual for a little monkey like you to like someone getting their head ripped off. <laughs> you should stick to Curious George. That's what you should be watching. Well, I'm not a normal monkey. That's right. You're not a normal monkey. You've got a higher IQ. 
<laughs> which is good. Yep. So I like Twilight too, which is really funny. Did you read the books? I read all the books too. No, I'm not reading the books, but I'm actually reading Harry Potter. And um, I really like Harry Potter. So I love the movies and I even have Dobby. He's not here with me right now, but I have him. So. I, I like, I tried to read Harry Potter, but some of those words was too big for me. Really? Yeah, my vocabulary yeah. is limited. My mom reads them with me at night. Oh, that's real nice. Yeah. So I think we actually have to take a quick break. Okay. But we'll be right back, so we'll sit quietly. So we've been talking with Michael Neely and a bunch of his friends about heart-centered child entrepreneurs. So we'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you are ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back and we've been talking with Michael Neely and his friends about heart-centered child entrepreneurs. And I agree what you were talking about and it's it's really important to have a goofy aspect, like when you're, like in a movie, like in a movie, you don't want the good guy to always win. Maybe, exactly. like you want it to be like it's planning to win, but then you want a plot twist. Yep, that makes it much more interesting, doesn't it? Exactly. Or else it's going to be boring and your popcorn won't be worth it. I know. And the popcorn's part of the best thing about a movie. Exactly. So you got to make those plot twists. Yep. Exactly. Because without plot twists, there's no movie. If there's no movie, means no business. And no business means no fun. And no fun means no popcorn. Plain exactly. And, and if you can't have popcorn, what's life about? Exactly. That's what I was just saying to my brother the other day. His name's Bubba. He may come on and talk to you here in a little bit. We're kind of like twins, but he I'm the more handsomer one. <laughs> nice. Well, I'll be looking forward to see if Bubba wants to come on the show. Okay. Do you, shall we get him now? I don't know. It's your show. You just tell me when you say, Bubba, I want Bubba on the show, then I'll go get him. I'd love to meet Bubba. Okay. I'm going to go get him. You just hang right in there. All right. All right. I'll, I'll be, be right, right back. back. I got to pull these earwax out of there. Oh, Ooh, that's nasty. Oh, yeah. That's real nasty. <laughs> well, don't wear those in yours all day long. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. Hello. Hi. My name's Bubba. Nice to meet you, Bubba. You too. You, I hear you just talking to my twin brother. I was. Well, I hope he didn't say no lies about me. He said he was handsomer than you. We know that ain't true. I mean, come on. Look at this face. You could just 
kiss this face up. You just, I'm the most handsome guy in my whole family. Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. Well, Bubba, what were you like as a child? Well, I was what they call precocious. I don't quite know what that means. Maybe you do. Do you know what precocious means? I think it means it's like that phase before you become fully cautious. So it's precocious. But that's about all I know about it. Uh, I used to have fun uh, playing with my brothers and sisters. I am number five in a family of six, which is as high as I can count, which is a good thing my mom stopped there because I couldn't count no more. How about you? Well, I have two half-siblings from my dad's previous marriage, uh-huh. and their names are Kaden and Danica. My brother Kaden is 21, and my sister Danica is 17. 21 and 17. What are you, like 62? No? How old are you? I'm eight. Eight? Woo! You're getting up there. Yep. You about to retire? No, I'm, no. I'm, I'm. I still go to school. Oh. Eight eight oh. years old is like a. Oh. Basically, like you know how you you're a baby and you're uh -huh. a week old and yeah. and then you're a month and then after that month you can be a year and I'm eight years old and oh. like seventeen and twenty one are a lot older oh. than eight. I see. I do not do too well with my number sometimes i was yeah, thinking okay. maybe 80 but you're just eight yeah can you yeah. count can you count by tens can i count what by tens by tens what does that even mean it means you add ten so you start at ten uh -huh. ten plus ten is twenty twenty plus ten is thirty thirty plus ten is forty but it's basically like what what's five plus one is six, right? So right. make that fifty plus ten is sixty. Oh, that's a really helpful one. So you're like ten plus ten plus ten plus ten plus ten. No wait, you're not eighty though. We've already figured that part out. You're not eighty. You're just eight. Eight. Okay. Which is Six is as high as I can count. How many more than six is it? Two. Two. All right. So you're six plus two. Yeah. Excellent. And so what did you want to do as a child? Well, wait a minute. I guess you're still a child. So what do you like to do? Well, what I like to do is I like to play Minecraft. Ooh. That sounds I like, like to funny. go swimming. Mm -hmm. I like to take care of my little bird, Chirpy. I like to take care of my little dog, Callie. Yeah. And I like to cuddle with stuffed animals. Ooh, that's another pretty one. I like to um, watch YouTube. I play with stuffed animals, Barbies, different dolls. I, hmm, what else do I like to do? I don't know yeah. if it came with the hat, but it's like when you put that hat on, it came with an accent, didn't it? It did. I know. I could hear it. I was like, that girl, she's talking like my friends. See, like this? Uh -huh. And then I talk like this. 
How does that work? That's like a superpower. It's an accent, and then it's a normal voice. Whoa. That's an yeah. amazing superpower you got there. It's pretty cool. So I was wondering if you'd put Michael on the camera for a little bit. If I'd put who on? Michael on the camera. Michael. I think we can get him. You want to talk to this plain old Michael? Yep. All right. Let's go get him. I'll be right back. Awesome. Michael has a lot of friends. So. Hi. Oh, hey, Nita. How are you? Good. How are you? You have a lot of friends. I do. We've had a house full. They've been visiting. It's like trying to cram them all into one room because we've only got one guest room. So it's been pretty crazy, as you can oh, imagine. Goodness. Yeah. I hope they weren't, you know, causing any trouble or anything on your show because sometimes they can be a bit rambunctious. I feel a little more hard to understand. Uh, right. Yeah. That's okay. I deal with that all the time. <laughs> so I noticed that you could do a bunch of different voices with that, too. Really? Is that ever hard, like, changing, like, you could have one voice, and then you could have a completely different voice? You know what I did as an actor was I studied with a linguist. And so if I would ever have to do an accent for a particular role, I would practice like with her. Like this, yep. I'd have to do something <laughs> like that. And she would work with me on helping. But here's the real thing. This is the interesting part that a lot of people don't know. I was born and raised in Missouri, so I came with an accent. I mean, I grew up with it. And when I started acting and was living in New York City, all of the casting directors would say like, you know, yeah, you're a great actor. Can you do anything about the accent? We need to kind of tone down the accent. So I actually worked really hard to try to get rid of it. There's still little bits of it left, but it's a lot better than it was when I was younger. Yeah. Fun fact about me, I actually was born on a farm. Well, I was... I was raised on a farm. E-I-E-I-O. That's awesome. I actually will do this magic trick more often where I'll have my cowboy hat. Mm -hmm. And I'll talk with an accent when I put it on like a, like it changes my entire voice. And then sure I take it off and I have a, my regular voice. And you do that really well. So did you get that accent when you were growing up on the farm? Um, no, but I'm practicing ventriloquism. Um, so I don't have him right here with me, but I talk like this. And so if I want more puppets, I need to work on different voices. So like That's these. really good. Thank you. It, it helps me. So I can work on, if I have a puppet that's from the countryside, mm -hmm. it will help me with that voice. And I have a really high-pitched voice, so I can talk like this. And I have a really deep voice. I like it. Do you know who Jeff Dunham is? Yes. <laughs> Jeff. -a -f -a -f -a. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. He's a really good ventriloquist. Isn't um, have you heard of Darcy Lynn Farmer? No, that's I'm not familiar with her. She's a kid ventriloquist. Um, she's done a few things with Jeff Dunham. Um, oh, she maybe. won America's Got Talent. Yeah, I think maybe I saw her in one of his specials or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, amazing. I like, if you notice, whenever she talks and she's mm -hmm. holding the, I like to call. Excuse me, I like to call them Muppets uh -huh. so they don't get offended. <laughs> but she's holding them. Mm -hmm. And she actually has moves her hand. So it looks like they're actually their own person. So I thought that cool. was really cool. So well, yeah. I can tell you from that little bit you showed me, you've got another superpower there. 
<laughs> that ventriloquism you're doing is pretty darn good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard to do, especially with ready. This is me trying to say M, N, N, and then P's are hard because you go P. So right. T, T, T. So mm. Can you track in ventriloquism? I don't think I can. I, I, I could try, but I think I'd just make a fool out of myself here. So is, let's see. Is he smiling? Oh, what are you doing later today? I hope that I can get a chance to talk to you. Uh, my That's really good. Much, weren't they? Yeah. It all comes from your tongue because uh-huh. tongue, the tongue helps you speak. Yeah. So, and then if you notice when I'm speaking, my throat moves. I know. That's pretty cool. Yep. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking at my questions. So what were you like as a kid? Um, I was, um, I think I was a pretty quiet little kid. And Why? well, I mean, you know, I, I, I was like, I was, like I said, I was number five out of six children. And so I had four, three older brothers and an older sister. And then I had a younger sister. And so I was like, I learned from watching them get in trouble for stuff. And so I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Don't want to get in trouble. So <laughs> Just sit quietly. Yeah, I was a pretty good kid. I, I, I'm like that, like if a friend of mine, like I'm a goof. Mm-hmm. If you haven't noticed, I'm a big goof. My friends, if they're like, I have my way of being goofy, but my friends are like, one of my friends used to headbutt into couches. <laughs> um, so um, he's still my really good friend today, but um, anytime... They're acting crazy or weird. In my mind, is a good thing, but if it's um, almost uncomfortable for me, I just go, yeah, <laughs> you do you. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. Like, in s- different situations, like when I'm, like when we're doing dance parties, you notice how it's totally just dancing and moving around, right? Mm-hmm. But if it's like, an awkward situation and friends being weird. I'm kind of tired. I'm just like, so bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you speaking of dance parties, I mean, I don't know if your listeners know that you are like one heck of a dancer. I oh, could thank you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let me say something. I've gotten really flexible. So that helps. Well, I could see. How did you get so flexible? Do you do yoga and stuff? How do I put this? I watch YouTube a lot. Mm-hmm. So there, there's a contortionist called Sophie Dossie. Hmm. And she also won America's Got Talent. And honestly, I just, well, I saw her after I decided I want to start doing that. So basically, I, have, I move a lot. So I like if I need to, I'll stretch and stuff. So I guess that helped. But mm-hmm. I used to do CrossFit and I used to be a dancer, and um, so and a gymnast. So thanks. Wow, you've had lots of careers already for someone who's only eight, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so when you were a kid, what did you like to play with? What did you like to do? Um, I like to play make-believe a lot and I played alone a lot for some reason, as I'm recalling, like I used to go, we had a swimming pool in this apartment complex that we lived in when I was growing up 
And I used to go to the pool by myself and I would play in the water like, and I would always make it like James Bond stuff. So either I would, yeah. So I might be hanging from the diving board and going like, I'm tied to the diving board and they're going to release sharks into the water soon. And I got to find a way to get out of here so the sharks don't get me. So I would play a lot of make believe with myself. And things yeah, like that's that. nice. Yeah. Um, we have spitting lions, not, not actual lions, but they're like, they're attached to our pool. Uh huh. And we have this one thing that water comes out. And um, we also have like little cups. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, a, they go down and then they kind of curve and then they have a hole in the middle. And I'll start all the way from the very shallow side, like from where our steps are and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll start there and I'll make it where I have to like, get across the pool without falling. Or else I have to start over. Wow. And I'll make it where I actually skip one. And we have a hot tub too that's rise. And so if water's coming out, it's really hard to hold on. But I do that and um I have a dolphin and a turtle. So I play with those a lot. And I like to go underwater and open my eyes. Mm-hmm. And I swim all the way across the pool underwater. Nice. Um yeah, so my mom, she was a professional swimmer. So mm-hmm. I do a lot of laps in the pool and stuff with her. Now, I got to ask, though, that sound of that first part you were describing, like running through those cup things and stuff, that sounded a little bit dangerous. Like it, it slipped and fell? Well, they're not, like, very high. Oh, okay. They're, but, yeah, it could hurt. <laughs> I mean, like, because I'll be, like, if I'm skipping something, I sometimes hold on and I have to, I push off with my feet, but I'm still holding on, and I mm-hmm. spring myself, but uh-huh. that can sometimes hurt. So. I bet. Yeah. Sounds like you might also have a little stunt actress in the making there, too, since you said you like to do those stunt things. Yep. I want I also want a diving board because I like doing front flips into the pool. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. So I'm, I like doing that, and then I have a happy place, mm-hmm. which is the swing. Anywhere that has a swing, I will swing there for hours. Really? You like swinging? Yeah. You like trying to go up really high? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I used to I, have this dream that, like, if I got really good, I could make myself go all the way around. Of course, that could never happen, but that'd be cool, huh? I, I used to be scared. I, I was scared of that. Yeah. That that would happen. And I can be pretty scared sometimes. I can be pretty skittish, mm-hmm. even if my mom says something and she's behind me and I don't know it, I'll go, <laughs> like, I'll jump. So mm-hmm. there's times where I have to ask someone, I'm like my parents or something, I'll have, like, you know how swings always crick? Right. Yeah. I'm always like, is this going to fall? <laughs> is this going to collapse on me? And they're like, no, I'm like, it can hold like 200 pounds, right? And they're like, yes. Yeah. I think you're not even close to 200 pounds. Yeah, I'm not. Not even. Yeah. So, have you ever played a villain? I have. Was it fun? Yeah, one of my favorite villains to play was, um, you. I don't know if you know the Robin Hood story, but in Robin Hood, one of his arch nemesis. Oh, yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah, so yeah. He, he, his, he had really two main enemies. They were the Sheriff of Nottingham, and the Sheriff of Nottingham was really kind of working for at the behest of Sir Guy de Gisborne. Is that you? And yeah, and at the New York Renaissance Fair, I played Sir Guy de Gisborne for six years. 
which is really fun. And, and like, yeah. And what was fun about it is we used to ride cause I rode horses. And so I would ride through on my horse and I would always say, make way, make way wild stallion passing through on horseback, which was pretty fun. awesome. <laughs> so is one of the, I was wondering if one of the characters that you have with you mm -hmm. is evil. One of the characters that I have to visit today, mm -hmm. you mean, um, no, I don't have any evil characters. Um, I, I know someone, but he'd have to come at a later date. I know an evil scientist. Ooh. Yeah. Is he, is he mean? He's pretty mean. He's a little crazy as mostly. He's just crazy. Yeah. I think I'd prefer to meet him over video just, just on, in a safe distance. Yeah. 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 Cause <laughs> no, no one can do any weird experiments to me when I'm, when I'm quite a few miles away. Exactly. That's a safer way. Yeah. Especially if it's the evil scientists, they could, they could be in a bad mood and they might want to make you disappear. So yeah. Yeah. I prefer just being in the distance. Exactly. <laughs> Where it's safer. Exactly. Um, so I like if, um, I'm really into magic and like I said before, I'm into Harry Potter. So mm -hmm. actually fun facts I have, hold on. I'm hoping not to die. Okay. Wait. Oh, that's Her name is Squiggles. She's a pygmy puff from Harry Potter. That's neat. Yeah. <laughs> I like the piggly puffs. I used to have, I would get stuff for my son. I would have the wands. So I got him. Oh, yeah. We had a working wand. That'd be pretty we, cool. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. Cause you get to do magic and it's like, how in the world is this happening? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If that were, if Harry Potter were more real or like if we could really do some of that stuff, I think I would probably like to play Quidditch. Yeah. I wouldn't want to play Quidditch only because you're up really high and you could die any minute. I know. And, um, and so I'd want to be in the Harry Potter world, mm -hmm. but I want to just be safe. Like, yeah, yeah. But that makes sense. I guess in Harry Potter, you're never safe. So well, I'd want to be one of Harry Potter's friends, like Luna Lovegood. There you go. She, yeah. she was the one who was a little bit, she was woo-woo, wasn't she? Even she was for wacky. The, yeah, even for the, the wizarding world, she was woo-woo. <laughs> and she was like, she reads magazines upside down. <laughs> like, I was discussing that with my mom. I'm like, so maybe it's the cover that's upside down. The words are actually okay. Maybe she's wearing glasses that flip the words so she doesn't know if they're upside down. And I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the logic, but there's no logic to it. Well, and here's the thing, though, is that maybe that's part of her superpower because you could teach yourself to read upside down if you wanted to. True. Like, I could probably do that, like, flip upside down and because if I understand the words, mm -hmm. I could say, okay, that's it. Like, if it looks like a W, you know, it's an M. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, mom, it wouldn't like if it was mom, it wouldn't be wom, wa, it would be right. mom. Yeah. You know? And I think, too, what you could do is it kind of you train your eyes to like, even though they're not physically doing it in their head, but they're kind of like juxtaposing everything in their head and they're just kind of shifting it around. There's this cool bicycle. You like YouTube, so you should check this out. There was this guy who did this thing. You know how on a bicycle? Do you ride a bicycle? Mm -hmm. So, you know, on a bicycle, if you want to turn to the right, you do this. Mm-hmm. 
he built a bicycle that if you want to turn to the right, you do this. You turn left? You turn left because when you turn left, it makes you go the other way. So he changed a little cog in the wheel stem so that when you go this way, the wheel goes the other way. Now, what he did is then he gave a bunch of these. You've got to watch the video. It's so funny. He put these bicycles out and he d- t- went out in the public with them. He said, here, try to ride this bike. And people inevitably would get on it and boom, they'd fall over because our brains train to do it a certain way. However, so if you want to turn left, you turn right. Exactly. That's After so a little training, cool. yeah, you retrain your mind and then you can learn to do it that way. But it takes a little bit because we've all learned it the other way. So you should check that video out. I'm, le- I'm still learning to ride a bike and I have trouble because I blame the bike. I'm like, the bike's turning right. And my parents are like, no, you're turning the handlebar right. So like, <laughs> that'd be nice. So if I, so I know, like if I had that bike and I knew that that would happen, if I turned right, I would go left. And so that would actually help train better. Well, and I think if, because you're just learning, you would probably pick it up faster than someone who's already learned the other way, because it's kind of like, almost like you have to unlearn the way you know to shift something else. It's exactly. Great. Yeah. So I have a quick question. Uh-huh. So Bubba, how did you do his like beard? Oh, so you knew I used to be an actor. So I actually still have a whole makeup kit and there's this thing that is called a stipple brush, which if you want, I can go grab it and show you. You want to see? Yes, please. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. Oh, <laughs> noise all right so this is my makeup kit and it's got all kinds of stuff in it and this is called a stipple brush okay uh, well you can see that i'll get in yeah i can see it it looks kind of spongy yeah it's kind of spongy and what you do is you take a dark color makeup like this and you dip the stipple brush in there and then you just put it on and because it's spongy the little edges pick up the makeup and so it just adds little spots of makeup so it looks like he like had trouble shaving yeah so it's like little whiskers and so that's called a stipple brush how how did you learn how to talk with those teeth (laughs) well sometimes it's hard because they're really big and it makes i have trouble understanding i'm like yeah okay uh uh-huh yeah yeah it's pretty hard. Well, it's almost like being a ventriloquist because your lips like can't come all the way together to make a pee <laughs> so, because the teeth are too big. And so you got to practice your ventriloquism with big old teeth in your mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah, that would be hard. I think that would be in harder than ventriloquism because it would take up most of your mouth. Right. Is it painful? No, no, they're not painful at all. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fun. Yeah. I like to – I – I'm not that quote-unquote regular girl that likes to play dress-up, but mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I was like you. I'm like you. I like to make believe, like, um, like let's say this. I have my cowboy hat, yep. and I have this, and I put on the cowboy hat, and this to me... Looks like a bee farm, you know. There you go right. Like you close it. Yep. And then you went from a cowboy to a beekeeper. Exactly. See. Very cool. Can you see my face? Now you kind of look like a lamp. 
from this side. <laughs> Imagine. Uh-huh. But yeah, I like um something I'll do mm-hmm. is I'll take my animals, Tawatha and this is Rosie, and I have James, who's oh, in one of my onesies mm-hmm. from Baby. <laughs> and I'll pretend that they're actual kids. Like instead yeah. of make them, making them bears, because that's kind of hard to do, make them kids. Right. You know? So, Which is really good because bears don't speak our same language. So you make them and kids. They, they they don't, and they don't eat the same things as us. That's true. What do so. bears eat? Salmon? Salmon. Oh, I eat salmon. Well, okay. So bears eat some of the stuff we eat. Of course, they eat it raw. But, well, I guess if we eat sushi. True. <laughs> I do eat like sushi. sushi. <laughs> yeah. But they eat it a little more raw than us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about this. <laughs> why not? Why not? Exactly. So if you could be any alien, what would it be? Oh, if I could be any alien? Like like one list, like describe it. Like if they had three eyes, four eyes, five eyes, no eyes, two mouths. Okay. I'm, I'm, this might be cheating a little bit, but, but if anybody watches like the, you know, like the Marvel comic series and stuff, Thor is actually an alien. He's Thor's from, an alien? Yes, he's from Asgard. Right? Oh. So that makes him an alien. So Have I you seen the Thor. new movie? No, I haven't yet. Have you? Teen Groot's so awesome. Uh, I love I love Groot and um. I like. Know what I tell? Know what I tell my mom? What? So she says she likes Thor, and she says she likes The Rock, and she says she wants to interview them. And I say, if you interview them, tell them to come to our house. Tell them to meet at us at Starbucks because I don't want them to know where we live. <laughs> so I can tell them don't mess with my mom. You can tell them what? Don't so mess I can with tell them mom? don't mess, mess with my mom. That's right. Uh, um, you've got real superpowers. Yeah. I, if I could be any alien, I'd be a blue alien. A blue one? Okay, so do you know any blue aliens that I might know? Like you could, or are you just making up a blue alien? Huh. Let me think. Oh, have you, um... Seen that one woman, she's a superhero, where she goes from, like, a regular person to, like, a blue alien with orange hair. Her. She's from the X-Men, right? X-Men, yeah. Yeah, I like her. yeah. I like her, too. That's pretty cool. And, she's and cool. that's a mutant, though, so that's not quite count, almost, but I get what you're saying, because that's what I was thinking, too. And then there is a blue alien. Oh, wait, in... Um, in the Guardians of the Galaxy, wasn't the big guy, wasn't he? Blue? The blue guy with, like, the red tattoos and, like, yeah, yeah he's really yeah. funny. I like him. Yeah, yeah, he was funny. <laughs> if, if you could be any DC or, what's it called? Or, um... Marvel? Or Marvel character, what would it be? I'd be Gamora. Gamora. Wow. Like Gamora. Nice. Well, when I was growing up, I was torn. It, I, I was torn between being Batman or being Spider-Man. I think Spider-Man would win, honestly. Yeah, I think so, too. That's the one I started leaning more towards. I know. It's got some pretty like, cool stuff. I, I like Batman. He's cool, but he looks kind of evil to me. 
Yeah, he does kind of look a little more like that's why they call him the Dark Knight. Like he honestly look, looks really goth. <laughs> well, it's a good thing he works in the city of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Gotham City. <laughs> um, I was watching a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. And it was um na- nailed it versus failed it. And this guy was trying to be Batman mm-hmm. and he had a black cat and he put the cat over his face. Like the cat, you know how a cat knows? Yeah. He did that, and the cat's arms were <laughs> over his face, and he looked like, and he was holding it, and it looked like an actual <laughs> mask. Did they call? So was that a nailed it or failed it? It was a nailed it. It was a nailed it. Nice. <laughs> so oh, I want to do what's it called? Wait, I have to supernova questions. Oh, I love it! Supernova questions. You have to answer questions as fast as you can without as fast as I can. All right, let me get. You can't stumble though. I'm ready. Okay. What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. What's your favorite animal? Horse. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? X-ray you can vision. You have more than one. I can have more than one? Mm-hmm. Ooh, x-ray vision and I could be invisible. Nice. Um, if you could uh, only say one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? Thanks. Nice. If if you could be any inanimate object, what would it be? The world. Well, that's kind of an animate object. It 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 kind of is. It's like a yeah. It's it's still alive. I mean, trees are alive. Right. Right. Okay. So, an inanimate object. What would I be? I would be the Empire State Building. Nice. Um. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? Any animal? I would be a wolf. Because they're, yeah, cause they get to howl at the moon and they get to run out at night and, and yeah. You would also be a dog. That's my animal, the totem. My totem. You would also be a dog because wolves are part dog. That's true. They're part of the dog family. Yep. Yeah. That's my spirit animal. Nice. Um, if... <laughs> If you could do anything in the world, like anything, if you were invincible and like jump off a, the highest mountain without a parachute, what would it be? If I could do anything in the world, what would it be? Oh my Without goodness. dying. With what? Without dying. Without or dying. dying. Okay. So it's something that I can do, like an act that I can do that I knew that I could do it and I wouldn't die. What would I do? Well, like, if you're invincible, so you want to die or get hurt. Right, right. Invincible. So because probably part of me just would say, well, I would want to save the planet. But that's more than one act. That would take a lot of stuff. But if I couldn't It'd die, be like, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'd want to do. I, I'd probably, hmm. I might want to go skydiving. I've been skydiving. It's fun. Five times. It is the most fun ever. I, I went um, defining in Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. It was so amazing because you're going through trees and stuff. And cool. there were times where I, was, I actually got stuck once. I was Whoa. I got stuck. And luckily, I was close to my dad. He was waiting for me. And I was close to the guy, too. And I had to lean all the way back. And dad's like, okay, pull yourself in. So I used my fingers because you wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. And the fingers were. I bent all the way back. And 
that I, I couldn't do it anymore, and then it hurt way bad, and the guy had to grab my hand and pull me in. You, and that's probably because you're so light, right? Because I know sometimes on a zip line, they, the weight is what helps to carry you. And exactly. if you're really light, it stops. And it's like, uh-oh, didn't quite get all the way. <laughs> that would be if I'm glad I was at least near my dad. Because mm-hmm. if I wasn't near that platform, pla- platform, platform uh-huh. I would probably start screaming. <laughs> I, would be, I would probably be like, I'd try to be calm, but I'd be like, somebody help me. I'm somebody stuck in the middle. Cause yeah. it'd be scary. Cause I was like going fast. Like you're not, I'm not as scared. And I wouldn't be thinking about if the zip line's going to snap or something. Right. But if you're in the middle looking all the straight down, you're like, no, and you're stopped. What do I do but scream. Right. Wow. <laughs> you know, frightening. So yeah. And there was like 25 of us. That's a big it, group. Cause it was our friend Ray's birthday party. Nice. So we had, three kids so me and two of my friends that we were the only kids out of that group wow yeah Good for so, you. and there was a pool and we all had our little huts i had a roommate um and my dad's and my dad's had my mom and my dad had their own room mm-hmm. so it was nice so everyone had their own little casita very cool you know what i want to do sometime and i don't know if it exists yet but if it doesn't it should i want to do a zip line that takes you way out and then drops you into a pool of water or water of some sort. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. I would I would want it to be water like like a deep pool. Yeah, that'd be like, fun. Because I don't want to be in the middle of a river or a lake because I know those have crocodiles and alligators. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to be in the middle of the ocean because I know those have sharks and if the shark saw me, it would kill me. Right. So I prefer a really deep pool. <laughs> A deep pool would be good because no sharks, no alligators. But do you want to know a really interesting statistic? This might statistic. surprise you. You have a better chance of getting killed by a coconut falling on your head than I you heard that. getting eaten by a shark. Yep, I heard that. It was actually at Odyssey Aquarium mm-hmm. that I heard that. And they <laughs> said, cool. and we were looking at a bunch of different animals and sharks and stuff, and they said, did you know that there's actually – um, 65%, probably 100% better chance that you're going to die by a coconut falling on your head <laughs> than eating than a shark attacking you. Yep. Because sharks don't really want to attack you. No, they don't. We're not, we're not part of their normal diet. Exactly. And we're, my we're mom's like giving me a weird look. Sharks. You know, <laughs> sharks look at us like, oh, broccoli. I'm not eating that. <laughs> <laughs> I like broccoli, so that's okay. I know hook. some of us do, so maybe yeah. there are some sharks who look at us like, "Oh, yummy." <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm laughing at my mom's look right now. She's like, <laughs> <laughs> "So, uh, I think we have to do funny FaceTime." Cool. Um, so we have to make our funniest face in three. Wait, that that's. Two, three, two, one. That's pretty funny. Was that funny? I couldn't even see what I was doing because Can of my Can you do a scary was... face? Can I do a scary face? Let me see. <laughs> it's mine. Oh, that's pretty wild. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. It's that, fun. Look, now your teeth look like uh, Bubba. 
<laughs> they do look like Bubba. Okay. So, would you like to join me in the sign-off? I would. Right. Remember, kids, we all have superpowers, and we can we change can save the world. world. Awesome. Thank you so much. And tell, <laughs> tell everyone hi for me. I certainly will. Thank you for having me on the show, Neva. It was so much fun. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Neva Lee Reckla, your superpower kid. And I just got done interviewing Michael Neely. And it was so fun. It was about an hour long. And we talked and talked. And it was really fun. And what I learned from that is adults can be goofy, too. And he was an he's a former actor, so... He was, he did a bunch of different characters like Bubba, and it was really awesome. So I definitely suggest checking that out. So have fun. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Superpower Up podcast, Superpower Kids edition. Go now to superpowerkids.com and discover your superpowers today. 